0: I am so excited. Welcome to episode 102 in the new year. This is the very first episode in 2020. A big happy new year to everyone joining us live and watching the replay. And thank you so much for being with us. So 2019 is over. And uh, I know last <laughs> thank year. Goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness. Can I say thank goodness, can I have an amen? Last oh, year, dear. there's one social media platform that really benefited my business, my personal brand, so, so, so much, that is LinkedIn. And in 2020, I will continue to leverage LinkedIn to grow my brand, to generate more businesses. So that's why I'm so honored and thrilled to have my dear friend, role model, and the LinkedIn expert, Vivica uh, Van Rosen, to be on the show to discuss with us how you and I can improve our content strategy on LinkedIn so that we can make more money and we can create more impact in a new year, a new decade. And uh, Vivica and I, we connected two years ago. We were just talking about this uh, at uh, HubSpot, their biggest social media marketing conference in Boston. Vivica was a speaker there and uh, she talked about, of course, LinkedIn. And I learned so much. I was like, wow, a great speaker. But just in case you don't know, who this amazing lady is. Vivica is a LinkedIn expert and author, international speaker, Forbes top 20 most influential and Vivica is also a Chief Visibility Officer. I love that name and the <laughs> co-founder of Van Gressel. And uh, so honored to have you on the show, Vivica. And this is the very first in this new year, new decade. So honored to have you kick off the new year, my new live streaming show, 102 <laughs> episode. So thank you. Love it. Uh, wow. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yay, it's my pleasure. Yes, to new years, new beginnings, new starts. New
0: opportunities. Oh, yeah, love it. love you it, it. <laughs> <laughs> so you you had you just such a dynamic speaker. I just love Thank your you. sense of humor. And uh, we are live on LinkedIn, we are live on um, um Facebook, Facebook, yeah, Periscope and on YouTube. So we have a global audience and let me know in the comment section where you are joining us from. I love to see different continent, different locations, different time zone. And uh, today we are talking about LinkedIn, content strategy and if you have any question regarding linkedin and how you can really leverage linkedin to generate more sales more leads more income leave your question in the comment section so you want to add anything to my very brief uh introduction (laughs) that's enough i think that's enough. Let's get on to other people. Let's get on to LinkedIn
1: and and strategies. Enough about me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So uh, why don't we start this by talking about kind of reflecting on 2019. So share with us how LinkedIn has benefited your business last year. Yeah.
1: So I mean, how is it not? Now, we are a LinkedIn training company. We're social selling, digital sales transformation, selling company that teaches LinkedIn. So, you know, <laughs> we we use it a lot. Um, the, the four founders and then of course our employees and our contractors are all very, very active on LinkedIn. So of course we use it and of course it's benefited our, our audience significantly. Um, the cool thing about that is we can try out different things other than LinkedIn Live, because LinkedIn still hasn't given me LinkedIn Live. But hey, I'm not taking it personally. Maybe 2020 is my year. Um, But we're able to try out different things uh, and and using content in different ways, and and you know playing around with company pages and personal posts, and and all the different mm-hmm. features. Of course, for Sales Nav users too, so we can play around with all of that and kind of see what works best, and then put that into action, not only for ourselves but for our clients as well. So that's um, you know <laughs> we wouldn't have a company without LinkedIn. The problem is we get a little LinkedIn centric. I mean, I know, I know we need to be doing more probably on Instagram. We're pretty active on Twitter and and YouTube. Probably we should be doing Facebook lives. um, But it is for our market anyway, which is very B2B focused, um, business owner focused and tech company, you know, tech industry focused. LinkedIn's just kind of the natural fit for us.
0: Oh, that's great. I want you to maybe share with us what is one specific practice that you did on LinkedIn in 2019 that give you the most ROI that you think you will continue to practice in the new year. That one thing. That one thing.
1: The one thing. And we'll talk it, we'll expand upon this a little bit later because you do this really well. And it's what we call long form posts. So whether you're sharing a link, an update, a video. You know, taking that description section, which most people just make it tweet size because it looks like it's a tweet, um, but using that full 12, 1300 characters with emojis and calls to action mm-hmm. and hashtags and at mentions, those tend to get the most visibility of anything we do. And of course, posting natively, we use everyone's social. I love Agora Pulse. You know, we 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 do occasionally use. Well, we definitely use schedulers but you've got to post some things natively and you will absolutely mm-hmm. get the most visibility and engagement. And what I love seeing I, is that you've taken that and you've moved it over to Facebook. I've seen those posts oh, in totally. Facebook and it works on Facebook too. I think you probably get more activity on Facebook with those longer posts with, you know, with all the activity going on, than you know, just a tweet like post, but oh, definitely. Totally, totally. And it, right? speaking
0: of, yeah. Speaking of longer post. So yeah. do you think, uh, do you think LinkedIn article is still relevant? So I kind of stopped. But <laughs> I did <do> too. <laughs> so here's the thing,
1: people who didn't stop, some of them are getting what's known as LinkedIn subscriptions. Again, we don't have them, but uh, some of our competitors do. But um, it's really cool because people who continued to to share on articles regularly. LinkedIn rewarded them. Um, not everyone, but some of them by giving them subscriptions. So it's like the old days. If you remember from back 2014, when articles first came out, anytime you posted something, it would go into all of your connections, notifications, and that's why they got so many views. But then LinkedIn stopped doing that. And we went from 10,000 views to like eight. Um, eight views, not 8,000 eight. Uh, and so, wow. <laughs> right. And almost overnight. I mean, it was like, it was, a, it was a gut killer, especially since I'd just done a whole course on it. Um, but then LinkedIn brought up in these subscriptions. So with the potential of your content becoming a subscription and getting more visibility, if you're writing blog posts regularly, anyway, why not put them in there and just see what happens. But, um, as far as, are they awesome? They're not as awesome as they used to be. Once in a while, you'll get something amazing. Like my husband um, has been with Oracle for 10 years and he wrote an article on, you know, 10 reasons why he he's been with Oracle and 10 good things about Oracle. I think just Mm -hmm. the fact that there were 10 good things to say about Oracle was, was kind of a clickbait in and of itself. But anyway, um, (laughs) sorry. Uh, But he, um, but, but that article got, you know, I think six or 7,000 views, um, 50 or 60 comments. He actually got a couple job offers. He got an interview, you know, so, and he's he's just a business guy. Right. And so that's where articles can really come in. The other thing is, if you're an employee at a bigger company, like, say, an Oracle a Microsoft, whatever, you're not in the marketing department. Um, you can still create that uh, thought leadership by using articles. Um, if you've got more to share, than will fit in twelve hundred characters. So they're not dead. They're just not as good as they used to be.
0: Wow, awesome! So you mentioned some people already have this subscription feature. I noticed. Yeah. So yeah. is that a result of like using LinkedIn articles, like the all the time?
1: Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think
0: I, and I, because I,
1: I, I don't know exactly, but I went and looked at the people whose um, subscriptions I was getting notified of, and they, they've been consistent. I mean, that's the the only consistent thing I could tell you about, because. All different industries, all different network sizes, all different um, uh, areas of expertise, all different um, article lengths. I mean, there was nothing consistent other than the fact that they had been consistent Mm -hmm. and um, consistently engaging. And so that, you know, they, they were rewarded for it.
0: Yeah, wow, this is great. And this gives me some motivation. And because <laughs> I do enjoy writing longer posts, I think I can easily yeah. depend on some of the points and still uh, do my uh, LinkedIn article, which is, I think the last one I did was last year, the beginning of last year. So definitely need yeah. it in an update, yeah. So well, now's a we good have, time. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah, totally, totally. new year, new
1: you, new whatever.
0: Yeah, and you, especially know. if not many people are using this feature. So maybe that give me, give us you know, a higher chance to be discovered. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so we have almost 40 people join us live nice. from all over the globe. Thank Excellent. you so much, everyone. And my dear friend Peter uh, is monitoring everyone's comment and peter is joining us live from uk so if you have any question feel free to tag peter if i missed your question and we definitely want to get as many questions as possible from the live audience <laughs> so we discuss kind of what uh, what worked well for you in the last year so yeah. i know you are pretty amazing vivika but if any if there is a mistake a top link <laughs> marketing mistake yeah. the one the one mistake that you made uh, last year, and uh, share with us if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. You no know, business secret and what you learned from that and how you are going to improve based on that learning lesson from last year.
1: Yeah. The, you know, there's, I, I'm not quite sure how to formulate this. So, I prior to Vangresso, I was, you know, solopreneur. I had some employees, but basically, solopreneur. I did everything I did sales, I did marketing, I did everything. And so, I was very conscientious mm-hmm. about not only, you know, sharing marketing type content, but doing a lot in the follow up and 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 making sure that everyone who sent me an invitation to connect, I responded to and mm. that I classified and that I put into ICRM and that I kept track of and all that. Well, when I moved into Vangresso, I got the, the title chief visibility officer. So I'm their chief trainer. And then I do a lot of speaking. And then I head up our, our personal branding division, but I don't have to do sales. And so mm. I totally dropped the ball as far as creating sales conversations, ironically, because that is our, I mean, that is what we do. Vingresso helps you create connections or it helps transform connections into conversations. Like everything we do is about taking your connections on LinkedIn and having conversations with them. And then, you know, hopefully being able to sell them on down the line. And that's the one thing I dropped. Cause I'm like, I don't have to do it anymore. Um, And so what I've realized is if I'm going to teach it, I have to still do it. You know, I can always feed the leads to our salespeople. So I just, I, I also have to get back on, on track. And the other thing we had some salespeople who weren't following our system, you know, and they weren't using the scripts that we've created and they weren't doing the, you know, the methodology that we've created and they failed, and they're no longer with us. So, you know, it's, it's a matter of being consistent and consistently doing what works. Um, No matter what your role is in your company, there are some things that you you have to play in all dimensions. So and, and it really it's about consistency more than anything else.
0: Oh yeah, I, I so agree. I saw people commenting in the comment section. You know, consistency it is so 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 important. Yeah. yeah. Today, uh, people are sending comments, and wow, so many questions. And in a, in a second, we are going to uh, get some questions, answer some questions cool. from the live audience. Today, we are talking about content strategy. So I see content on LinkedIn kind of like two big categories. One is more static. Uh, including such as our bio, our summary, our experience that yeah. we don't really update on a daily basis like most people yeah. don't update on a daily basis. And the other type of content is what we post on a daily basis to yeah. serve our audience, to generate our list. So I want to focus on the first part first, okay. the more static one. I, I yeah. love how you mentioned in your LinkedIn bio that LinkedIn is not the place for resume, we need to transition that to a resource. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? From um, resume to resource. So if we want to make our LinkedIn profiles being resources for future buyers, prospects, yeah. what should we do? What are some of the essential elements that we absolutely <laughs> have to pay attention to? So that it is not a resume, yeah. but like you know almost like a landing page like lots of resources to help potential buyers so share those essential elements with us and first explain that
1: sure sure absolutely so yeah that's one of the things we say your linkedin profile should be a resource not a resume and the reason for that is especially if you're in sales and or marketing and or a business owner you know, a lot of us got lazy. We maybe joined LinkedIn in 2007, 2008, when they had, they had that upload feature. You could, like, upload your resume. So people did that, and then they've not, not looked at their profile since then. The problem is resumes are very you-focused, right, or very me-focused. Like, it's I did this, and I did that, and I did this, and I'm a quota-crushing sales guy, or I'm an awesome, awesome marketer, or you should totally buy my stuff because I rock. Um, no one gives a crap. If mm-hmm. they don't know you yet, when, you know, maybe they find you in a search or they see some of your content and jump over to your LinkedIn page, they don't care about you yet. They want to know how you can help them. So the the transition from resume to resource is transitioning from a very me-focused profile to a you-focused profile, a very... Right. A buyer centric profile, whether you're a seller or not, because let's face it, if you're a marketer, if you're in sales, if you're a business owner, you're selling. If you're a job seeker, you're selling, you're selling yourself, but you're still selling. So you really, really want to focus on your buyer, what their needs are, what their points of pain are, who they are. So before you do anything on your profile, you know, if you haven't done so yet, the marketers have, but the salespeople, maybe not, you know, outline who is your buyer persona or personas what are their ages what kind of education do they have what race are they you know what what sex are they what gender are they are they do they have a gender you know what who are you selling to and then when you have a picture of that person or those people in mind that's when you start writing your profile to their points of pain and what they need so things like in your headline instead of title at company If I were to say I'm, you know, if all my headline, that little section right underneath your name, if all it said was CVO at Vangresso, would anyone know what that was, right? Because CVO, not a common designation. I didn't quite make it up, but close enough. Mm -hmm. Um, And Vangresso, is that soup? Is it a race car? Like, right? So (laughs) if I just had CVO at Vangresso and anytime I engage on LinkedIn, it's my picture, my name and my title, that means nothing to no one, right? So you've got to really let people know who you're serving and how you serve them. And if you've got room at the end of your, your headline, it's 120 characters. If you do it on a browser, it's up to 200. And they just, ex, I, I think it might be a mistake, but um, if you do, if you've got an iPhone and you create your headline, uh, yeah, there we go. If you create your headline on your um, iPhone app, not Android, unfortunately, but on your iPhone app, then uh, you get up to 260 characters. So you can see I'm, and it's characters, not words, but you can see my, my headline right underneath my name there is way longer than the 120 characters. And I'm speaking like, what do I do? I'm creating more qualified and quality communications on LinkedIn. And then who am I? LinkedIn expert author, blah, 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 blah. But Primarily, I'm focused on helping you create more qualified and quality conversations, right? So I really want to focus on what you need, what your points of pain are, and I probably should have written, and I'll just go in there and change it later. Creating more qualified and quality conversations on, you know, for B two B, for B two Bs on LinkedIn or something like that. Um, but you really want to focus on who your helping and then you spend the next section which is the about section it used to be the summary. I, uh, can I ask you a question yeah. Of yeah, me, yeah, uh, yeah. sure I,
0: I noticed that you actually use a hashtag here so is there yeah. a reason for you to use the hashtag is this part actually SEO like can be searched people can discover you if you use the hashtag yeah yeah both <laughs> so the hashtags yeah the,
1: it's more discoverable um also on mobile it it, it shows up a little bit more so it doesn't so much there on, on a browser, but on mobile, um, the hashtag shows up a little bit more.
0: So yeah, yeah exactly. That's a, that's a great idea. So for many yeah. of us, I have my personal hashtag, which is classroom without walls. So which do you think that we should add our personal hashtag there or add a more Absolutely. popular? OK.
1: Yeah, because that's who you are, right? Now, you might yeah. add it a little bit lower down. But again, if you've got an iPhone, and and the ninja trick for this, because good luck actually writing it in your iPhone, is just do it in notes. Just create it in notes ahead of time, and then copy and paste it into your your iPhone later. But you can see, like, if you, <laughs> if you look over on the right-hand side, you can see who's a client of mine and who isn't, right? So Sue's yeah. a client of mine. Look at her nice long, uh, you know, her, her nice long, right? And actually, I love Amy, I wish she was a client Amy, of mine. Amy, it probably uh, needs more work. <laughs> But Amy, here's what I will say about Amy Porterfield, folks. I did a. I uh, she interviewed me um, last year. I got more in- invitation requests and more engagement from her audience than any other audience, other than I'm sure this one. <laughs> so love Amy. But um, Kurt, you know, Kurt's one of our co-founders um, and oh. Jamie's uh, client slash friend. You know, so if, as you look over on the right hand side, you can, and, and look at how much it stands out. Look oh, at how 100%. right. Brittany's made use of of the extra. Uh, you can see she's made use of the extra. Um, she's not a client of ours, but I don't think. But um, she certainly made use of of the extra space. So it's it's. You can see how much it makes it stand out. So that's that's mm-hmm. one thing you could do right away make a huge difference. I love this. So you were <laughs> about to talk about this section, the summary. They, Summary section, um, now called the About section. You've so here's another little trick that only people on the call today probably know. Um, so it used to be two thousand characters. We realized over Christmas because. Um, we were doing profiles for clients and we were at like 2,400 characters and it uploaded Um, like, yay. So now those have been expanded, both the about section and the experience section have been, uh, been um, expanded to 20, uh, 2600 characters. And if you'll click on the see more, so what you want people to do is click on see more. So one of the things that we teach and I, April, I see April um, is on our call today. Hey, April. Um, One of the things that we teach, is a a call to read. You want to make that first line of your profile impactful to your prospect or to your reader. You want it to be a call to read. You want them to click on see more. So that first sentence should not be about you. It should be about your client or your prospects or how you can help your prospects, right? And then you can spend the rest of the 2,600 characters expanding upon that but, um, you really want to start out so that they'll click on the, see more because that's your sales page right there. And then of course, as you can see,
0: go ahead. I I also think the very first or two sentences are also the hardest. I I really, really struggle with it. Yeah. Yeah it is so hard so i wonder if you can share i'm i'm sure let me know in the comment section if i'm the only one who struggles with this (laughs) writing my own about section this is so hard so i wonder if you can share maybe some tricks some tips with us i think because for many of us my audience, uh, we are entrepreneurs. Yep. We are so invested in our own business exactly. that oftentimes we lose that fresh perspective. Absolutely. And so I wonder if you can uh, maybe give us, like, like how, how did you come up with this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so a, a lot of times um,
1: you can ask a question. Like, if you think about the question that you get asked the most, which isn't, how much is this going to cost me? But if you think back to your clients and you think back to the conversations you have with your clients, what is their main question, the question they ask you all the time? That's a good call to read. Like, so whatever it might be, you know, are you, are you frustrated with the inability to, to learn, you know, outside of a university system? Or have you, are, are, you, know, have you ever felt that um, getting a quality education costs too much? Or, you know, do we really need a PhD these days? And how do you get one without spending hundreds of thousands of dollars? So, you know, things like that, if someone actually has that interest, they're going to click on see more. Um, Or, hey, do you want to get a PhD, but you don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars and hundreds of thousands of hours to spend? Click on see more, right, to read. So think about that question that you get asked all the time. And that question as is can be your call to read or think about the main point of pain. So a lot of people realize that they need social selling. They're not quite sure what it is or how to go about it. Great, we can help, right? So that's, it's really just knowing the core issues or the core questions and stating them. That's, that's all it is. And then of course, spending the rest of the time expanding on that. <laughs>
0: This is awesome. So how often do you update this?
1: Uh, well, I did it at the beginning of the year because you say is it 20, it's 2019. So it's 2020. Um, you know, whenever something you should update your summary, whenever something big happens in your business, whether it's a big transition, it's a new year, you've got a new product, you've got a new service, Um, You just spent a whole bunch of time and money on your branding. So you've got a new brand. So you really want to take a look at once you've created it the first time, you really want to take a look at, at at updating it probably quarterly. If it needs to be done, you know, quarterly review and then make the changes that need to be made, especially when we know that we've got all that extra content now too, that, that we can add. And just um, I'm just typing here. If you We've got a free ebook that I am. You do have to opt in for it um, after the first little bit, and I popped it. I don't know how to put it in the live chat, so I put it in, uh, so you can do that. <laughs> but um, it's just vengressoebook.com, one s in vengresso. But it will actually walk you through what you need to have um, to have that good solid uh, summary section. And now, it's
0: person- good. actually, I read it. It is very good. Yeah. Oh, good. Now it is
1: salesperson focused, like because we're salespeople, you know, we, we train salespeople. That's, that's what we do at Vangresso. So the languaging is very salesperson focused. But don't worry about that. You, you just take the good bits cause it'll you're you're we're all selling ourselves in some way, shape or form.
0: And, uh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. So when you write your summary here, do you also include like searching keywords that you think your buyers prospects that are searching? So what are some of your favorite, like uh, keywords identification, like uh, tools that you can share with us?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you for asking that. Now I've got to remember because the one I always used to use, you you have to pay for now. Um, (laughs) So, oh oh my gosh, I literally just did a video on this. Um, There's the new uh, Google keyword tool, which I can't remember what it is. And you know what, I will come back to that. Um, There are tips in the ebook and I I will actually find the video that I did and and give, um, give you access to that, that we can, I'll pop it into the the streams later. Um, okay, but there I will, I
0: will definitely, I'm definitely going to hunt you to get yeah, that.
1: yeah, that's so funny. Thank you for asking that very awkward question. Because the one keywords everywhere is the one we used to use all the time. And it was so great. And then yeah, <laughs> they I. I don't know if they got rid of it or they started charging for it. Because, so um,
0: yeah, I, I what I learned about social media is like people say YouTube is a search engine, which is true. And yeah. uh, like uh, social media to me, you know, sometimes I search on Facebook and certain keywords. I do lots of search on LinkedIn. It just makes sense that you actually intentionally include some of the keywords in the bio in the summary here. So yeah, that yeah, search you and discover you, yeah. Yeah, so maybe- absolutely.
1: And when you, you know, and and titles, the title the headline area, the title line that what you just said, that is probably the most important area to put these.
0: Yeah. So maybe you can we can quickly discuss some of the when we are drafting the experience section. So if our goal is to generate more leads, to have the right people discover us, so what are some of the key things that we need to pay attention to when we are doing this section? Yours yeah. is just amazing. Oh, thanks. Um, whew, that's good. <laughs>
1: It's not a, it's not a cobbler's children, right? Um, now, in your experience section, you get to talk a little bit more about your company. So the, the about section or the summary section should be all about your, your, your prospects and their needs. You, you're allowed to talk a little bit more about yourself in the experience um, area. So you could, you could go into your about me section on your website and kind of play around with that a little bit and pull that in. Like you said, if you have your you probably know your keywords if you've got your own webmaster mm-hmm. and ask them. And it's not like sophisticated keyword phrases either. It's like literally a word um, that you can get found under. So, you know, you can take a look at ours. Um, one thing I will do is, is recommend formatting. Do this, um, all, all sections of LinkedIn. Do it first in a Word document or in notes so that you can add the spacing in Um, because one big clump no one can read one big clump right so having that spacing between i mean people can read it but they don't so having the spaces and making each paragraph like bite-sized Means that there's likely more people gonna read it. um and then also you can add more easily the um, the emojis in there. Uh, hyperlinks still don't work. They did for like ten seconds and then they stopped working again. but you know people still know how to copy and paste so they could do that too. Oh, I real April, if you're on, I see where you got that eighty five thousand professionals. It's uh, one hundred and fourteen thousand now, oops. <laughs> I got to change that on my own. See, I'm not up to date. Um, And then the other thing to add, which is really important is um, I've got mine up higher, but your contact information either in your uh, uh, summary or in your experience Mm -hmm. section so that if people do want to work. Yeah, there we go. If people do want to work with you, um, they have a way of reaching out either by phone number. You can see there or by email address. Um, So that's very key because you may or may not show that in your contact information section. Um, But here at least uh, you can share it with people. And then media. You can see I've got a bunch of different pieces of media. Now, another change LinkedIn recently made is if you only have two pieces of media in each section, you get to see the description. So you have to decide, um, am I going to go with two? And then people will be able to see the description, which might encourage people to click through or am I gonna put all of the good resources there and then just hopefully trust that people will eventually click through. And you can put video, YouTube links, PowerPoint, PDFs you can see I've got all kinds of different resources and I kept it to the many up top and then down below Um, In one of them I only put two so that it's it's you can see the example of both yeah so in the the current um if you go back yeah there we go so you can see in the two it's it's a little bit more of a, a description
0: I love this I, I can see like how much information you already give people if people want to work with you this they can make a good uh judgment you know if you are the right person for them or not yeah and
1: that's it you know and some people are like oh you're giving away too much but you know here's the thing there's a lot of LinkedIn experts and there's and I might not be the perfect one for everybody um and so if you read through what I'm doing And you're like, meh, um, good, go find someone else. There's some excellent, excellent LinkedIn people out there who are not me. Um, but if you see me and like, yeah, I totally get her. She, she talks the way I talk, you know, let's, yeah, I want to work with her. Great. You know, so I, I, I think it's important for people to be very clear on who their audience is, but be very clear on who they are too. Um, so when it comes into the personal branding piece of this, you know, be, be who you are. Um, and
0: if, if people don't like you, fine, then go find somebody else. Totally. Yeah. I, what I learned before, I didn't really take a stance uh, in regard to my perspective on education. So most people like me, but now the last two years, I started yeah. to vocally express, you know, I, I say the education system is broken. Some people love yeah. me, some people don't like me, which is perfectly fine. <laughs> Finally, I gained some clarity on my positioning. So yeah, I resonate with that. So let's take yeah. uh some questions from the live audience. I saw there. their yeah. uh, thank you uh for posting the questions, Peter. If I miss or Peter missed any questions, so please uh re-enter the questions in the comment section. So let me uh kind of use this screen here. Yeah. Perfect. yeah can you see <laughs> and me? and just so Who you know, I put the link
1: to my my two favorite tools in our private chat. Okay, <laughs> as I'm well as the
0: ebook, so you can share that i will share that in the comment section okay great (laughs) totally yeah so uh this question so what do you use uh what do you see small business future using linkedin so i get our chocolate johnny from australia thank you for joining us oh chocolate johnny hey i know i I guess his question is uh, what is the future for small business in terms of leveraging linkedin
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, super strong. You know, it's still, the thing about LinkedIn is it's still business oriented. And one of the reasons I I say it's still super strong is when LinkedIn started giving out live, (laughs) it didn't give it to the LinkedIn experts other than Kathy Hackle and and, and Goldie Chan. Um, You know, it gave it to small business owners. It didn't mm-hmm. give it to large corporations. It gave it to small business owners. So LinkedIn is very focused on on the small business owner, as far as marketing and sales. Yes, they're still focused on recruiting. Yes, they're still focused on trying to sell Sales Navigator to huge sales teams but they are also very interested in the small business owner. And I think they're gonna continue to make it a usable platform. We just can't be lazy. And we have to understand that LinkedIn is different from Facebook and it is different than Twitter and it is different than Instagram. And not all the content that you share on one will do well on others. But um, for instance, today I was um, scrolling through Facebook and a friend of mine, um, Jamie Turner, He's a great, uh, great speaker. And he he was, um, he's either writing a book or a blog post. I can't remember. He, he's written so many books. It could be either. And he was, he was asking the audience about what their favorite titles were. And it was very interesting because mm. in LinkedIn, a hundred percent of the people said option B, which I also said on LinkedIn and on Facebook, it was completely split. So that just shows you that your audience wow. is different. Right. And that you, you have to play where your audience is. So as long as you think your audience is on LinkedIn, then you you should definitely invest the time. And there's no one better than 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 you to Dr. I to to, to explain that to people cuz look at how you've shifted.
0: Yeah, right? of, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, also, by the way, I shared the links in the comment section on different platforms. So feel free, especially the ebook. It is really good, really thorough. (laughs) I loved reading the ebook. So thank you for answering that question. Let's take another one. And uh, I think we can do this one. Oh, uh, this one is talking about LinkedIn business page. Uh, Yeah, company page. Join us live, Lucille. Yeah. So pros and cons. And uh, yeah, if you can share with us. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So um, there's no con. You should have a company business page. Now, understand people are going to engage with your personal profile a lot more than Mm -hmm. they are with your company page. But you also want to have one um, at the very least. So the logo will pull into your to your LinkedIn personal page. Um, Also, if you ever want to do sponsoring of updates or videos, you have to, you pretty much have to have a company page. You can do it without it, but it's a pain in the butt. So uh, it's a great place if you've got employees to post content, so it can almost become a content hub. Um, And again, LinkedIn is spending, they've done a lot of changes to LinkedIn company pages. That's what I actually my talk at content marketing world last year was all about company pages, which I used to like be like, uh, but, <laughs> but they've, they've really made an effort. They're, you know, they're supporting hashtags. Um, they're actually recommending content based on your interaction between people and company pages and company pages and company pages. So, even without paying for like a premium company page with a life page and a careers page and all that stuff, you can still get a fair amount of, of visibility. Um, And then in in my, my LinkedIn learning course, both of them actually speak a little bit to that too, that the, what's cool is you can pull, whether you're a one person show or a 500 person show or 5,000 person show, you can, have that nice correlation between the company page and the personal profile, whether it's, you know, background images Mm -hmm. that are similar content that gets shared, um, contact information. So I still think company pages are necessary. The nice thing is you take an hour or two to create a a pretty decent looking company page. And then all you have to do is is share content to it once in a while and keep an eye on it. the nice thing is um, LinkedIn has, if you're, if you're a, a not HubSpot, um, Hootsuite, if you're a Hootsuite user, it'll actually pull the comments into Hootsuite now, which is nice because mm-hmm. it didn't used to um, so that you can easily follow up with people. Otherwise, you've got to click through, but it takes 10 seconds.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I love that. Yeah, just a quick uh, kind of uh, someone people say that they can't really see that we have thirty plus people join us live just on LinkedIn right now. So if oh, you want to see the comments, so try to use this on your phone. I think you already <laughs> answered that question. It's easier to. That's why I'm on my phone. It's easier to watch the comments on it's the phone. Yeah, you know? yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have almost 50 people join us live now. Vivica, you are the queen. Yeah. There's <laughs> uh, another question. Let's do this. is the last question from the live audience from Lance. Join us live from Australia. Thank you. Nice. So he asked you kind of the, the length of native videos. on. Yeah. LinkedIn. I think the maximum is 10 minutes, right? So maybe you can talk exactly. about that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, if you're interviewing Gary V take all 10 minutes. Right. Um, however, most people it's, Three minutes or less. Um, I try to keep my videos. <laughs> don't always succeed. I try to keep my videos to three minutes or less. Um, certainly, if it's a promotional video, I try to keep it 30 seconds or less. If I'm showing you how to do something on LinkedIn, then I'll take as long as it takes. But I try to keep it, you know, between three to five minutes. So um, yeah, but but less is more. Captioning. We don't. I don't always get my videos to our, our marketing team in time, but um, captioning is is really a good idea because a lot of people are at work or they're lying in bed next to their spouses and they don't want the, they don't want the sound on. So, you know, captioning your videos is, is a smart thing to do. And the other thing I would do, and again, you do this very well, is make sure to explain what the video or what, whatever you're sharing in your update, make sure to explain what it's about. Cause some people don't like oh. watching video right they're like i i'm not gonna invest three minutes of my life but if
0: you just give them bullet points right i i really kind of hate that because some people say hey in this video i share with you the top five secrets to become a millionaire for example watch the video oftentimes i'm i'm in a quiet space i can't watch the video yeah i learned don't force your audience to watch the video give them the option (laughs) Exactly. exactly. If they want to watch, they watch. But if they don't want to watch, you can like list out the yeah. point. Yeah, exactly. So Amen. Thank exactly. you. For that. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, I see yeah. people do that. They try to get the viewers number yeah. high. But then what's the point? Are you trying to generate yeah. the businesses or just go after a vanity metric? Exactly.
1: No. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it's that's
1: it. Are you looking for the big numbers, or are you looking for people who you actually want to start conversations with?
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw some question from people. Oh, Kathy, Klaus' guest is with us. So thank you for joining, Kathy, our dear friend. And she asked yeah. if uh, for people like her, and like myself, who are solo entrepreneurs, do mm-hmm. we also need uh, a company page?
1: Yeah. A. Pull the logo in there. B. You can share more information on there. Um, C. Eventually, you might want to do ads. Not that I'm a huge fan of ads, but but if you ever want to, just keep it fresh. Honestly, it will not take you more than an hour. Um, again, I'm going to put a link in the private chat. Then maybe you can share it. Um, if you need, if you're if you're not uh, there, you go. If if you're if you're not graphically impaired like I am. Um, so I've got Vingresso banner, so it'll, it's the download for both the background image for personal profiles and for company pages and the right dimensions. Cause LinkedIn gives you the wrong dimensions. Um, if you're not graphically impaired, if you actually know how to use Adobe and Photoshop, uh, then use that or ship it on over to Fiverr. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they'll do one, you know, they'll, they'll do one for five bucks. So, um, it's, it, and then just like a, if, if at the very least you'd Create your company page, the nice background image. You pull the about us section from your from your existing website. You put in your contact information. And then maybe if you're using a content sharing tool like Agora Pulse, you add it in there so that once a week you add some content um, to make it still look alive. But it it is important because it just it's one it's one more piece of content or it's one more place that gives you credentials and separates you from everybody else out there. You don't need 50 company pages and sub pages, but one would be a good idea.
0: Yeah, definitely. I actually created mine last year and yeah. I started to get more followers. People follow my hashtag. It was really yeah. cool. Yes. So how often yeah. I saw the question from Lori, like how yeah. often do you think people should be posting on their their company page? Yeah. I um
1: whenever you post, like, so whenever you have a blog post or something relevant that you're sharing, um, we do it every day, but we've got four of us, well, actually we got like, 16 of us creating content at Vengresso. So mm-hmm. we do a couple times a day, but you know, once a week is fine if that's all. If, if you're only blogging once a week or if you're only creating relevant content once a week, um, then once a week is fine. Uh, what I do want to say about company pages, because since Kathy is the one who asked the question, if you kind of have two areas of expertise, right, you're an excellent speaker, but you're also a comedian, um, you could have two company pages, right? One for the speaking, one for the comedy. I'm thinking also of our friend Andrea Vall, who who's, Oh my gosh, she's so funny. So it also gives you the opportunity to diversify should you should you want to do that on LinkedIn. But um, but yeah, once a once a once a day if you can, but once a week if like don't force it, don't create yeah. crap just to put it on there.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally, you know, quality always quality over quantity. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, exactly.
0: I don't know if you still remember what you mentioned earlier, Vivek. I just saw a comment from Angus. He asked. He said. Uh, he said that you mentioned who'sweet connection does something, but he missed yeah. the second part. What does the who connect? sweet uh, connection does? So, Hootsuite
1: actually pulls in your analytics, um, well, your notifications from your company page. So oh, okay. uh, you can see if someone's commented, liked, shared, viewed. Um, and I, as far as I remember, none of the other tools actually pull that information back in. You can push information out, but as far as pulling it back in, I think Hootsuite's the only one who does it. And one of the more, and, you know, some of the more expensive tools out there.
0: Awesome. And I think there's uh, another question. And you are just so amazing. We have about like 10 minutes left everyone. So if you have any last minute question, I also have some question that I want to ask. So i try to maximize our time here. And I think here's a question from Angela. Thank you for joining us. And uh, she asked you, I don't know if you are aware of this feature, there is an event feature on LinkedIn. So what do you think about posting on the page? Uh, Is it good or bad, less or more visibility?
1: Yeah, no, events are great if you got them. <laughs> Again, one of those things that we don't have. Everyone uh, has this. Seriously. Everybody no, I, I know. Everyone has the where you can see the events now, but creating events. So oh, um, yeah, no, I'm telling you, LinkedIn hates me. <laughs> I'm a link. I'm a LinkedIn Learning author. I've written two books on them. Um, I travel to LinkedIn corporate like a couple times a year. But you know what? Somewhere there's like, don't give her anything. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I think events are great. Uh, I used to love them back in 2007, 2008. Um, I think anything that's new on LinkedIn is always going to get more, it's like they give it more juice, right? So it's going to give you more visibility and more activity. And the nice thing about events is it's around a specific event. um, So it's kind of immediate activity and it generates immediate activity, you know, compared to like groups, which is ongoing um, or a post, which is gone in 10 seconds. So that's where I, I love events. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> Yay, yeah, if you right. it. I
0: actually used to, uh, we organize a LinkedIn uh, local in Philadelphia. Yeah. So I used yeah. that, I created one. I also sometimes use it to promote my own live streaming show and yeah. uh, I love sure. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: It's yeah, yeah. great, if you got it.
0: <laughs> I, I really thought everybody. <laughs> oh, uh, now, I if don't wanna find that. out what people don't have, just ask me. <laughs> <laughs> this is so interesting. This is so funny. Yeah. So moving uh, marching into 2020. And, uh, you know, we kind of talk about like video yeah. post, there's another new feature on LinkedIn, which is document now. So new, new, but it's kind of new. So yeah. what do you think about that feature? Are you using it? Or? Yeah. yeah. So tell yeah. us more.
1: And again, it's the new toy, right? Anytime LinkedIn has a new toy, use it. So documents are the ability to upload a PDF or a PowerPoint presentation. Ironically, not using SlideShare links, which LinkedIn owns SlideShare. Like, why do that? Uh, but uploading native uh, content. And as an example, I uh, uploaded a PowerPoint presentation when it first came out. And it got like fifty or 60,000 views within an hour, which is one of the most viewed pieces of content I'd had until I'm a little bit later. And I really wasted it. I was doing a webinar for somebody else. And, um, I had a really nice little, uh, infographic that that Bernie our our, um, CMO had created and so I uploaded that because it spoke to what I was speaking about and that thing got over a hundred thousand views and it was actually promoting somebody else's webinar but um yeah documents if you can upload it's just when you go to your home page and you go to you know to, to share a post it's the it's the icon on the far right hand side um that looks like a piece of paper same thing on your phone So as long as you've got the document, it's easier on, a. obviously it's easier on your desktop because it's, you know, easier to (laughs) hold documents on your desktop than it is on your phone. But, um, yeah, yeah. but always use that character, right? Always use that description as much as possible to tell people what's in the document
0: such such an important point i so agree with you and documents i started to even like you know how i used to like people can you you can just upload tons of pictures and now i create i use pictures to create a document and and the visibility is so 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 much higher so you are right right, every time when there's something new it's like when video was out you that new feature, because yep. LinkedIn is the, the algorithm, they worked really hard to promote yep. that piece of content. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah people
1: more used to it, engaged in it. And the other thing I wanna say about the algorithm on LinkedIn is, you know, it used to be more is better, like, oh, Vivica's 30,000 or 38,000 followers or something like that. She, you know, everything she does is gonna go viral. Not true, um, maybe in the past, but not anymore. LinkedIn's new algorithm looks at the activity on your content. So if you've only got 500 connections, but you know them, and 50 of those 500 connections tend to comment, share, and post on, you know, anything that you put out there, LinkedIn is absolutely going to amplify that way more than Mm -hmm. if me with 36,000 followers had, or 38,000 had, you know, hundred people or 200 people commenting and sharing so it's not it's going to amplify percentage wise the um, articles that get more more activity so just know it's better to have a quality network now on linkedin than a quantity network and i'm so glad they finally did that because i mean i I throw i I shouldn't say that i unconnect from people all the time so they can allow new people in and i my, my network's completely unmanageable completely unmanageable. So if you're somewhere in that 2 to 3 to 4 to 5000 um range like don't be striving to get 30,000 cuz it's it's much better to have a quality a smaller quality network.
0: Totally totally and I noticed you know on LinkedIn even this week on Monday my huh? content on LinkedIn trended on Tuesday trended again. I mean like when you look at the engagement it's not even like uh like i think uh four or five thousand views and uh, yep. maybe 60 comments like that Well yeah. probably because i like in terms of the percentage the ratio you were just talking about here yep. so yeah in the new year i'm going to be uh more intentional so that i don't confuse the algorithm yep. in terms of That's- my network the type of people exactly. i connect with and uh, it's such a great point. Such a great point. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. So we are just uh, wrapping up here. Everyone, if you have any kind of questions, uh, leave them in the comment section. So Viveka, what is something that you are really fired up about uh, in 2020 in terms of LinkedIn marketing? Yeah, well we're we're
1: in in the hopes that eventually we get LinkedIn live um the, the marketing team and I um, are are creating a a show so if we don't get LinkedIn live we'll probably end up launching it on Facebook um, and Instagram but um yeah hopefully we'll get LinkedIn live because one of the things you know we 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 run thousands and thousands and thousands of people through our LMS, um, our learning management system, Vengresso on demand, uh, well, selling with LinkedIn, but, um, but there's not, we've got forums there, but we love the idea of LinkedIn live and answering questions, especially of mm-hmm. our, you know, of our audience and being able to do that in a live public way. So um, anytime you could get out there and bring value to the world, you should do it. And so, mm-hmm. Yay, if we ever get it, and if not, we'll, we'll probably.
0: I think uh, everyone is like we should uh, like you know hashtag LinkedIn to give you guys LinkedIn, yeah. LinkedIn live and so many features hashtag that, give, that we have give we have LinkedIn, LinkedIn live. There we go. I love it. That's <laughs> so, so would you, uh so do you want to say that like kind of the video LinkedIn like or video content in general is going to be your main marketing content marketing strategy? It's uh not-
1: it's a big part of it. It's a big part okay. of it. Just because we, you know, all the founders at, at, at LinkedIn are super comfortable with video. We love video. Um, we, we have, you know, well, we've got good setups for video, you know, so um, we, we just like video, but I think, one of the, the other thing that I don't know if I'd say excited about it, cause it's like an immense task, which fortunately I don't have to do. Um, but one of the things that we're doing since I've been speaking about it for two years, we're finally doing it ourselves, um, is actually creating a content um, table that matches our content to where our buyers are in the buyer's journey mm-hmm. by, um, right? So by, by buyer persona, and then by buyer persona where they are in the buyer's journey, because as marketers um we're used to just you know one to many kind of creating more awareness but we're not we're often not using linkedin in a way that shares the information that our buyers need wherever they are in the buyer's journey and so we're we're actually working at cataloging and classifying all of (laughs) thousands and thousands and thousands of articles so that our sellers when the time you know if if they come across um, a question or um, if they just realize that, you know, we're this place in the buyer cycle, let's share information on this. So I don't know if I'd say I'm excited about it, but I think that matching your content to your buyers and their journey, their, their um, buyer's journey really helps with conversion. And so that's, that's one of the things mm-hmm. that we're spending a lot of time and money and effort on right now.
0: I love that. I love that. I part of my LinkedIn content strategy in 2020 is to produce more content, maybe a video series to educate my audience to educate them. And, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. on the same page. So you are amazing, my dear. We have almost 50 people who joined us live today who have been live with us for almost an entire hour. Thank (laughs) you so much everyone from all over the globe. So share with us. Where can people learn more about you and try to catch up with you be as good as you? Oh, well, um first
1: of all, let's connect on LinkedIn. Just tell me that you were on the show today if we're not already connected. Yeah. And did you all notice um, I don't know if it's true of the Android, but on the iPhone, um, finally, oh my God, I can't believe it took them 16 years to do this, 17 years to do this. But when you invite someone to connect on your phone, finally, it it encourages you to customize the message. So please let me know that you are on the, because I am at my limit, so I have to kick someone out to bring you in. But um please connect with me on LinkedIn um, or, you know, also I'm, I'm very old school. If you have any questions, it's Vivica at Vangresso.com when asked. And uh, if you want to find out more about what we do at Vangresso, just www.vangresso.com. We've got two podcasts, one focused on marketing, one focused on sales. We have a gazillion blog post articles on everything from personal branding to creating content. We've got eBooks out the yin yang. I mean, we've got a ton to use a, to use a Sue B. Zimmerman. We've got a shit ton of content for you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I love it. And and everyone, I shared Vivica's link uh, in this like little Ah, window here. And you can just uh, discover her and you will be speaking at uh, the Social Media Marketing World Conference in?
1: Yep. Uh, uh, March 1st to 3rd, somewhere in there. Um, Hopefully, content marketing world and inbound too and, and a bunch of private speaking gigs around the world.
0: so <laughs> Yeah. So hopefully some of you in the live audience can connect with uh, Vivica in person. She's even hey. more awesome in person, very humorous, very approachable. So anyway, thank you so much, my dear friend. And thank you so much, everyone in the live hey. audience. For some of you, it's already midnight. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank I you. know. I know, I and we, we I, I think it's a good investment, so much value, so many great points. Thank you so much again, Vivica, everyone make sure to follow this awesome lady the linkedin expert and i hope to see you guys next wednesday the same time same location bye Bye. Bye. that was